Hi, welcome back to the Nick's on the Movies podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm James. Today we are talking about a favorite film of ours, a mm. Halloween treat. <laughs> All right, and that would be the Ghostbusters or Ghostbusters. Just Ghostbusters. Is it just Ghostbusters? Yeah. yeah. So, yes, we're talking about the 1984 original today, not the one that came out in 2016. Yeah. That caused yeah. a lot of ruckus online and uh, was. Apparently not very good. I had never actually finished the 2016 version. <laughs> I fell asleep and I never finished it. I watched it. and uh, But my wife watched it and she did not like it. No. She thought it was not good. Yeah. Um, and it's got Thor in it. Yeah, it does. I don't I like guess. what they did to Thor. He's like comic relief in that. Very much. But I think um, that one never really stood a chance. I mean, I don't know what they're... No, they attacked their fans. Yeah, exactly. It's like... They went after the fans. They went after a guy I watch online a lot. His name is the Angry Video Game Nerd. Oh. Um, and he posted, and he, he doesn't just do his like Angry Video Game persona. He does like other stuff where he just talks about movies. Likes, he likes a lot of the movies we like. Yeah. Um, and he basically Good just man. said he wasn't going to watch this Ghostbusters. And he was really like reserved about it. He wasn't yelling. He just explained to the his audience that he wasn't going to support this new Ghostbusters, not because it was women. But because it wasn't connected, and he felt like it was kind of like... Um, and then they called him names. Yeah, and then they, and, and it was Jimmy Kimmel and uh, Pat, Pat and Oswald and things Comedians like that. stick together. They went after him. And like they just totally made, made this about a, a man versus female thing, or male versus <laughs> female thing. And, and it became a feminist uh, talking point for both sides. Yeah. And it just kind of derailed it. Sometimes bad publicity is good publicity. You mm. know what I mean? In this case, I think, even though the movie actually opened pretty well, um, I just, I don't know, didn't help it. No. You know what I mean? So the guys win. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the 2016 version. The 20, well, which is not even connected to this Ghostbusters at all. I, Wait, are you talking about the 16 or the one we're 2016 is not converted, not connected to the... Okay, so we're going to ignore that parallel universe. Right, we're ignoring that parallel universe. We do. Ghostbusterverse or GBverse. Yeah. So, but before we go any further, James, oh. don't you have an announcement to make? Oh, I have an addition to my family. I got a new pug. Yes, his, his name his is... His name is Doug. I know that's cliche. The, there's an internet pug. But I feel like calling him Doug anyways. He's all like black. Him. He's not a fawn color. He is the darkness, James. <laughs> the darkness. And right now he's chewing on the cuff of my pants. Yeah, he likes to bite. <laughs> he's cute. Yeah, get those little yeah. puppy teeth. He does have those little puppy teeth. What are you doing there, Doug? What are you doing, huh? <laughs> he's so tiny. Yeah, little bitty thing. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so everybody welcome Doug to the podcast. So Hi, Doug. <laughs> Maybe we'll post something online on our Facebook account. Oh. Post a picture of Doug. We gotta get him a shirt. We do gotta get him a shirt. Which I'll be making new shirts. Cool. So we mean me and my like wife are for just us, or are we gonna sell them at some point? Uh, I don't know if we'll sell them, but we're gonna make for us first. But we're gonna actually include the word podcast on it. Wow. So we're gonna redesign it a little bit. We'll we'll do that <laughs> together at some point, but um yeah, so just because I feel like that was we made a mistake. We made these old shirts and they're cool, but they don't say podcast on, they say mix on movies. Just all it says. And I think people don't know what that is. You know, and I think um, we also <laughs> we also need a, a slogan too. Um, Help us with that. I got not, when we have our, our old slogan. Oh yeah, yeah I, I like it. You're afraid it's going to angry all the Irishmen and they're going to pummel us. Yeah, paddywhack us. They're paddywhack us. It's true. 
Irish mob style. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, let's get on with Ghostbusters 1984. Yep. Directed by Ivan Reitman, written by Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd, mm-hmm. based on a on like a I guess a story treatment that um, Dan Aykroyd and had actually written for he and uh, uh, John Belushi. Belushi. Yeah, yeah. So and but then, that was that took place in space and stuff, didn't it? Uh, yeah, it, it had time tra- time travel yeah, and all the, all the different the... dimensions and things like that. So it was it <laughs> was much Who. wackier than this. I think. Um, like, yeah, so I'll just go. I'll say it right now. So basically, I, I did something I never do when I watch a movie for a podcast because I've seen Ghostbusters not hundreds of times, many heroin. many times. I did heroin. That's right. I did heroin. So I shot it, up. It was awesome, right? <laughs> Watch Ghostbusters. Oh man, I am Zool. Okay, it was awesome. <laughs> All right, are you the gatekeeper? No, I'm it. the key master. Whoa, that, that would mean something weird for us. <laughs> that's not the kind of podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, but I actually watched the commentary. I did not, you know, shoot up heroin and then watch the commentary. <laughs> I just watched the commentary. So just a blank screen while people talked. <laughs> No, the movie was playing, and then oh, you know, and the you commentary said just was the commentary. The commentary was uh, put together on my DVD. I don't have it on Blu-ray. Oh, I, really? I have it on DVD, and as um yeah, mine's regular DVD. And I think I got I that one on was, like two thousand four or something. Shauna got it for me. My wife got it for me around Halloween. I remember she gave me like, here's a present for you, and I opened it up, and it was Ghostbusters one and two, box special edition set, <laughs> and um, it included like a comic book. And it included like oh. special commentary, but the commentary was recorded like prior to 2000 because they talked about ha- what would happen in the new millennium. <laughs> it was really dated commentary. But it had Harold Ramis, one of the writers who's no longer living. Yeah. R.I.P. Unfortunately. Um, and they had uh, one of the producers, I didn't catch his name, and then it had Ivan Reitman, the director. Mm. But they pointed out some really cool stuff. <laughs> and I'll kind of mix it in when we talk about it. Okay. Um, but the movie is so good, James. So I know, good. I know. Like, and it was a huge hit. Huge hit. For 1984. Yeah. Back when they knew how to make movies, man. They still make movies that are good. I just are you trying to compare this Ghostbusters to a more recent No, 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 no. Ow! Yeah, Tore my jeans. Ow! You got me, Pug. <laughs> or Doug. Pug the Doug. Doug the Pug. Yeah, you got me. So, um... Pug. He's loving my, my, my jeans. Yep. He is. By jeans, I he mean... He wants to get to your tasty, tasty flesh. <laughs> he did bite me already, little dog. He's so cute, though. You're so cute, Doug. That's right. You're the, you're the, you're the official, unofficial, I should say, mascot of the, of the podcast. <laughs> That's right. He's a little puppy. He's just so tiny right now, man. Yeah. Tiny and plump. <laughs> he's cute, though. He was the biggest one in the litter. He was. He was the... And he's tiny. The big... <laughs> he's the... He's so cute. Yeah, so... Um, back to the movie... Yeah. Right. But Doug is cute. You guys wish you could pet him right now. I know you're listening. I <laughs> wish you could. Because you'd want to. And you'd enjoy it. He's got like a little curly pigtail too. Yeah. You know? That's cute. Trademark yeah. of a pug. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh. Yeah. Ghostbusters. He has a huge hit. Do you want me to go over the box office numbers? or well, How much did it cost to make? Guess. Guess. Oh, I'm yeah. hiding the paper That's... I have. Yeah. Let's see. So, in 84? Yeah, 84. 20 mil. Ooh, close. Really? 30 million. Ah. Estimated budget. I didn't go over. Yeah, you're good. Price <laughs> is right. You got it. Um, 
estimated, estimated was a lot of money back then. Estimated yeah. budget was thirty million. Um, and do you want to guess how much it made? Ooh, one hundred thirty-nine. Actually, it made in the United States alone. It made two hundred forty-two million. Dang, five hundred eighty-two thousand. Big hit. Seventy-nine, or yeah, seventy-nine hundred, whatever. So two hundred forty-two thousand dollars, or two hundred forty-two thousand. That's yeah, that how much. Two hundred forty-two million dollars. Um, and but if you, I throw in the foreign markets. The foreign markets weren't as big as they are today. Right. You know, so it made two hundred ninety-five. So almost three hundred million dollars. Hmm. That's big. Yeah. I mean that that was a huge. It might have been the highest grossing movie of eighty-four. I didn't look it up. I'm not sure when um, when E.T. came out. 81, you, right? Was it? Okay. So this might have been the highest grossing movie of 84. And it was a risk for Columbia Pictures who produced it. Yeah. Um, but they actually agreed to make it before the, the script was even done. Right? <laughs> like, uh, Sounds great. Ivan Reitman and I think Dan Aykroyd like, pitched them the, the idea. <laughs> and uh, they just... Uh, they signed on, and then then Ivan Reitman, Harold Ramis, and and Dan Aykroyd went to like Mother or Martha's Vineyard and like Mother's and, Vineyard, yeah, for three, like three either three months or three weeks, and worked out the script. Uh, yeah, changed it from all the time travel. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to make it more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? They wanted to make it more grounded in reality, uh, and, more realistic for the '80s. Yeah. And as they uh, and as they were explaining the commentary, which is really cool, they um, they talked about how they they had a domino theory for how to kind of unveil the movie. Oh. So like. So so it builds up. Yeah, well, like so, they would because if they would just opened up with a giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, people would have been <laughs> like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah. But they kind of ground it in science a little bit, which apparently Dan Aykroyd is like. Really into like a, into like a paranormal stuff, oh. and he already knew a lot of the jargon that was used, so he you know, he put that in the movie, his original script, and they kept a lot of that. So they open up the science of it, and they just kind of unveil things, and it gets a little more unbelievable to the end. By that point, you know, you, the audience has accepted the reality that they built the world, they've suspended their disbelief, and they you know go for it. So. I think you could have tried to take your shoe. Yeah, I better get my shoe up, huh? <coughs> He's probably smells my dogs on there. You've been kicking your dogs a lot? All the time. Just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I've been petting, playing, them, playing with them. Playing the dog? Playing the dog. Ruff, ruff, ruff. No, yeah. So, hey, whatever you do in your home, your thing you and your wife are into. So, getting this, oh, whatever. <laughs> so, getting this movie made, um, was wasn't super difficult actually, and it turned out to be a huge success for the producers. Obviously, yeah, you know, and, and I don't know what took so long to make the sequel, but I'm sure that when we get to that one, um, which we will do in the future, because as me and James discussed earlier in the week, they are making another Ghostbusters movie that is a direct tie into this. But that's next year, Sean. But that is next year, and it's directed by Ivan Reitman's son, Jason Reitman. Is he he's done a good movies. writer like his dad? Yeah, he's done a lot of good movies. Um, his most famous movie is probably the movie Juno. Oh. And the movie Up in the Air, which I really enjoyed. He also did... Um, I think I've seen that. He also did Thank You for Smoking. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. I like that one. He did that one. So and he, I think he wrote and directed all those movies. I, mean, I don't think he wrote... So he's got that... He's still got that deadpan humor. Yeah. I don't but, think he wrote the... Um, 
I like that. But. Diablo Cody wrote the one Juno, but I think he wrote like he did the rest of it. You know what I mean? Like he directed and all that stuff. And yeah, so I'm excited to see. I, I liked a lot of his movies. I think he's talented. So, and I think that he understands the the fans more and the legacy <laughs> of Ghostbusters. I mean, it has a pretty strong fan base. Yeah, you know? even today. I mean, it started a brand. Ghostbusters is a big brand still. You know what I mean? Like, there was cartoons. Um, Two different cartoons, right? There was the Ghostbusters and then the real Ghostbusters. Now, I I remember them, and I remember the toys that went to them. Which one? The football player. Like, my brother had the football player. Oh, the real Ghostbusters. Is it the real Ghostbusters? And I remember the... Like, my having, like, a photon pack and having my little costume. I remember. And And the one... You press on it, the trap would open up, like yep. the little air thing. But what there was the real Ghostbusters and the Ghostbusters. Yeah. One of them was directly connected, right? Right. That's the real Ghostbusters. And then the Ghostbusters, the other one wasn't? No. That was like a that? Hanna-Barbera cartoon, like Scooby-Doo style. I think there was a gorilla on their team. But they were Ghostbusters. Didn't they have the same They logo? traveled around. No, it was a different, slightly different looking ghost looking, but... Had the still crossed out, right? The X'd out ghost, or yeah. Whatever. But they yeah. drove around in old school 1920s jalopy or something. They have a gorilla on their team and stop ghosts, go to haunted houses, Scooby Doo style. Gotcha. I wonder if when that came out, we have to look it up sometime. Prior to the movies, I guess it came out before the movies, yeah. It was just an old cartoon, really. No way, that's why they had to, that's why. The people that had the movie couldn't get the rights. They just had to call it the real Ghostbusters. Oh, well, I thought it was a rip. One of them was rip off, and the other one was. No, it was prior, yeah. I believe. I know, but the if you ever watched the Christmas special for the real Ghostbusters, oh yeah, and they travel back to uh, <laughs> they get to like, England and there's like a winter storm and they get yeah something like a portal or something, right? Yeah, something like that. And they end up uh, taking out um, Charles Dickens' Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, and Future. Yeah, they catch him. They catch him, so that's funny. Um, I mean, it's a... Yeah, the Ghostbusters, like I said, it sparked a huge brand. Ray Parker's song was, like, the biggest hit of that year. Yeah. Um, Wasn't there some legal issues over that not too long ago? Yeah, I think he got accused of stealing it or or ripping off somebody else. I'm not sure. Oh, I thought it was something about him not getting paid. Was there? Okay, I don't know. I don't know exactly. (laughs) In the commentary, they just talked about the song itself, but that was in 1999 where they recorded that commentary. So like they didn't really have much to. They talked about seen good the old the music was. video. I haven't, but I was doing some research. I should have watched it before this. It has a bunch of celebrities in it apparently. Yeah, from the eighties. Yeah, I have never seen that. Little walkthroughs here and there. Yeah, like there's like a lot of cameos and stuff, and including the Ghostbusters, obviously. But that song was a huge, huge hit, and I think it just added to this, like I said, this brand that grew and grew and grew. <laughs> but it all starts with a high quality movie. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the movie itself. Other than the, the we talked the boring stuff. All right. Uh, what's do you have a favorite character? Hmm. Oh, I got a couple. <laughs> okay. Good. Well, like, you mean human? Or yeah, or ghost, whatever. Well, of course, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Stay Puft Mar. We'll start there. That's a good one. <laughs> Stay Puft Marshmallow. If you haven't seen the movie, big spoiler alert coming. All right. Big old mascot. For a spoiler alert for a movie that's like 40 years old. Um, In case you didn't know, he looks like the Michelin Man, but a sailor. And I, when, I, when I first saw the movie as a kid, a lot of it parts a lot of parts scared me. 
I was afraid of the marshmallows. The, no, no, no. I was afraid of the scene where she gets sucked into a refrigerator, kind of whatever. Uh, um, I was, uh, and that that was pretty much the only part that really scared me. The first library jump scare got me when I was a little kid. The librarian. The books crossing the aisle. No, when she turns around, when they when they first see her. Or she, winds just blowing at her and she screams. No, no, no. When the the when the uh, what's called seer before they're actually the Ghostbusters. Oh, when they, they go, go first they, check it out. Yeah, when they first check it out. When they actually see a Not vaporous the of the movie. Whatever they call it, vaporous half torso or torso vaporous full upper. Yeah. Torso <laughs> apparition. Yeah. So like. I uh, love they send Peter to go to like, go talk to her. He really asks a couple of questions. It's like shh. <laughs> like okay, it's not working. <laughs> so so Stay Puff. Um, at the end, I didn't. Think, I always liked him. He was like so cool. I love that scene. <laughs> I used to rewind the movie and watch that scene again every time Stay Puff was on there because he's angry. He's an angry little well, he's guy. On fire. Right, but like, <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's just so fun. It's just so fun. Still watching it again last night. It's like, man, that scene is so awesome. <laughs> Now, the last time I watched it without commentary was about four or five years ago. We saw it in theaters, remember? Yep. Yeah, it was about almost four or five years ago exactly to this day. Had to be five. It, had to, it was some kind of anniversary thing. Right. And it was at um, this little theater in the town I live in. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we watched it for free. Yep. Walked in there and sat down. And, <laughs> it was for Halloween, right? It was Halloween. That old Halloween get-together in town. and. It was cool. I was. I don't. They didn't do the second one the next year. I wonder if they're doing one. That's actually this weekend. They're doing. I don't know if they're doing another Ghostbusters or showing another Halloween movie. They just use a different Halloweenish movie each time. Yeah, they but, try. So Stay Puff, he steals the show at the end. He's not in it very long though. No. When I was a kid, I thought he's a big three. I get rid of that. Yeah, quick. I remember him being in there for a long time. Hmm. But then you know, as I watched it again, it's like no, he's actually only in it for like a few minutes. Just walking down the street and. And trying to climb a building. Steps through, walks through a church, whatever, and no one walks through a church in my town. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, they cross the streams and take them out. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> that staple. Rain, burning marshmallow in the city below. And who was a? Uh, everybody was so sticky. It's like a s'more, man. <laughs> I think all so sticky, covered in grime and bugs. St- People be stuck there. Yeah. Peck, I mean Walter Peck, that guy. He ends up covering in it. Just dumped it on him. So, uh, who, um, who, who's your other favorite character? Oh, Peter Bankman. You remind me of Peter Bankman, James. <laughs> a lot of ways. But it's it's close between him and Egon. Yeah, so Peter Bankman is obvious. The star of the movie is Bill Murray. He was like the first name that comes up on the oh. on the title card. You know, had to have that. Um and. He's this movie's like perfect for him. Do you know what I'm saying? Like his his delivery of lines, his sense of mannerism, his yeah, his ad lib. He plays serious, but like not too serious. Yeah, like he's in on the joke the entire time, and uh, he's just, almost Deadpoolish. Yeah, but he gives like some great one liners the entire movie. Man, the flowers are still standing. <laughs> he's like, wait, wait, I was gonna do this, and he yanks the the. There, you know, and then the ballroom scene, whatever, and they're trying to catch Slimer, the first ghost they actually catch. Yeah. And uh, they're making room, or whatever, so they can trap him. <laughs> and um, there's all this like beautiful do- ballroom set Tables up. Tables are all set. Yeah. He grabs the uh, what do you call it? The apron. Or not the apron. What do you call it? The uh, tablecloth. Table yeah, and yanks on it. The flowers. <laughs> the the flowers are still standing. But I love how that line is delivered in the background. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? But I don't know how much of the movie was ad libbed. They they basically 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 
Basically. They basically um, said in the commentary that they they were writing some of the movie as they were making it, hmm. and that all the characters, all these guys are comedians in real life. You know what I mean? They all were. Ernie worked, Hudson? Maybe not Ernie Hudson. <laughs> but they're all, the main three main characters are all like comedians. They, yeah. they worked with each other on either Silent Live or in, um, or on the, that's what they call it, Second the Street Comedy or whatever in Bank in, in Toronto. They worked with different comedy troops together. Mm. And they would just come up with lines as they were making it. Not all of them. Some of them were written. But uh, so the fun, a lot of the funnier lines were actually ad-libbed. Yeah. And not always by the person you think. <laughs> so it wasn't always like Bill Murray gets a creek always like everyone talks about how good he is ad-libbing. Some of the ad-libbed lines were actually created for him by someone else. Mm. Like one of the other character actors. And it, it works. Like, There's no, a lot no, of chemistry. No, say this instead. Yeah, like, hey, try this instead, you know what I mean? Like, And they would argue, I guess, according to the commentary, they'd argue over who got to say the lines. Uh, <laughs> like, they would try to figure out who got the tips. <laughs> you know? Um, like, the, for example, the scene at the end when they're, they they climb up the which is awesome. Like, everybody's cheering for them, you know, they're going to the, the, oh, the, the hotel. <laughs> yeah, the next scene is them climbing the stairs. There's, like, a uh, whole bunch of floors. Uh, <laughs> and then they get to the top, and then there's another, like, layout level that goes, like, into another dimension, I guess. Yeah, and there's stairs, and, there's steps. And, uh, and Stance Raymond, Ray, Ray. which is uh, Dan Aykroyd's character, mm-hmm. who was probably the main thrust to getting this made, he, um, he, like, he's like, where do you think those go? <laughs> and Bill Murray just, like, they go up <laughs> just like lines like that it's just deadpan but like just delivered perfectly you know it's, it's great man it's great so yeah i gotta agree with you bankman's awesome i always wanted to be him as a kid because he, he seemed cool for the ladies but <laughs> he's also creep? a jerk too <laughs> kind of creepy. he's a big creep yeah because remember we watched it in theaters last time mm-hmm. he pointed out something really strange to me and i thought about it again when i watched it with the commentary last night yeah yeah and he's He's not a, like, he can't get hold of that stuff. Yeah, so, <laughs> so he's not, like, he, the whole time he's just trying to hook up with these ladies. The first opens up, that whole scene's great. Yeah. Shocking the guy. <laughs> he's Flirting with the other girl. Testing if he's psychic or whatever. College girl. Yeah, college Presumably girl. his student? Probably one of his, he's a, yeah, he's a professor there. I don't know if he actually has classes or he just does research, though. I don't know. But either way, right. it's probably yeah. a, probably a, uh, some kind of ethical breach, you know? There, he's probably violating some kind of ethical code. Oh, he's yeah. trying to flirt with her before Ray interrupts him. You know what I mean? And he lies to cover her up. <laughs> she shocks the other guy because he's being mean. He was actually good. right on one of them. He was right on one. <laughs> he still shocked him. <laughs> but, uh, so he creeps on that girl. And then as soon as he meets Dana, oh, which yeah. is played by Sigourney Weaver, and she did awesome in the movie too. She, like, Sigourney he, Weaver he, like, a whole lot of hair. Yeah, I'm a little liar, but I think that she looks prettiest, prettiest I've ever seen her in a movie is in this one. Oh. Probably. So you told your wife last night? No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying in general. Uh, usually, she, I mean, you think of Sigourney Weaver, what do you think of? Aliens? Yes. <laughs> and how is she usually dressed in Alien? Just panties. Well, I guess you're right. She's prepared, but, but she's fighting. She's grimy. She's fighting. It's a sci-fi movie, you know what I mean? It's not Coated like a, bug guts. She doesn't actually get to do her hair or anything. No. Or wear makeup. And then she has her hair done and she has makeup. But she, it's 80s style, but I think she looks, you know. <laughs> I'm saying she looks prettier in this movie than the other. I'm not saying, like, I'm ready to leave my wife and track down <laughs> 1984 Sigourney Weaver, James. All right. All right. I didn't say you had to leave your wife. I don't know. Just, okay, I'll just... She's no. got that already planned. 
How'd you know? Um, Don't listen to this kind podcast. Of like slow. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I was saying, yeah, so he, he's a creep the whole time. Yeah, but he doesn't creep on uh, their secretary. Janine, yeah. That's because she's too busy. She's in the Egon, man. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to be. Played by Annie Potts. So. That's her name? Yeah, Annie Potts was her. Um, she was in some other shows in the 80s. But like I. Laverne and Shirley or something? I don't know. I don't know if no. it was Laverne Shirley. Some shows I never really heard of. I looked them up. But I did. I knew I've seen her somewhere recently. She mm-hmm. plays Shel- Young Sheldon's grandma in this Young Sheldon uh. show. So if you're a fan of that show, Young Sheldon, or what was the other one? I wonder she was still around. Yeah, she plays Big the grandma. She too. still looks young. She didn't even look old. Like, they make her hair, like, they put gray like gray in her wig or whatever, I think. Because I've seen that show a couple times. Yeah. But she still looks really young, man. You know? I don't know. That's cool. So, but that's Annie Potts, and she was perfect as Janine. Yeah. And in this movie, they kind of set up that she has the thing for Egon, right? Right. Like, and he may even have a thing for her, but they don't go anywhere with it. No, and, and he doesn't really reciprocate or whatever. Well, he, he's just so... Egon's perfect, too. All the characters are great. He's more they, into science. Right. <laughs> like, he's playing, like, this kind of straight... That straight nerdy character. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like... To the... To all the way to 11. <laughs> yeah. And then, um... But back to Bankman. We never got to what he did that was really creepy. So if you've ever yeah. seen, if you've seen the movie, you might know what we're referring to. But it's something you don't catch. And even in the commentary, they didn't even talk about it. Really? They talked about how great that scene was, and no one, no one actually questioned like why the fact that he he was carrying what he's carrying. So set the scene. You want to set the scene? Or you want me to set the scene? Uh, Beckman's gone over to Dana's apartment for a date. Yeah. Well, was it a date? Yeah. Well, he. He made it seem like it was a date, but his flowers oh, on his there. end. It's a date. But she, her you know, is... he flirts with her, but she thinks it's a date too. Okay, like it's kind of a check on dates, and she's possessed by Zul or yeah, one, whatever. Yeah, one of those things. <laughs> and yeah. she's the gatekeeper. Yeah, waiting for the keymaster, and he says he's not the keymaster. She shuts the door in his face. He knocks again, comes in. And she, <laughs> yeah, and then she, then. He, uh... She flirts with him. Subdues her. Yeah, she flirts him. She wants him. Yeah, she's showing up. Well, not her so much as... The thing inside the thing. Yeah, yeah, wants her. She's like, do you want to be inside me? And he's like, I think there's already a couple of other people inside you. <laughs> <laughs> the whole <Yeah>. possession stuff. <laughs> uh, but then he uh, has to subdue her, I guess. And it turns out he's carrying... Did you Narcotics. How much that was? He gave her 200 cc's or thousand cc's of yeah it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> and we, we need to ask and the he, brother. Was, he brought that on his date with this woman right <laughs> so he's a needle he didn't know she was possessed with some kind of some kind of uh, drug in it yeah so he had a syringe with some kind of drug in it date drug <laughs> yeah because he didn't know she was possessed when he got there, when he came nope. there like no, he, he, he realized brought that with him. so he, he drugs her he's not a that kind of a doctor either Right, he's he not a medical doctor. Shouldn't be having any of that. And and I know you're not allowed to carry that stuff in your car. No. Like, you know what I mean? Like even doctors aren't. Because I know if when I had to have like a minor surgery done, they couldn't do it the first day because the the guy didn't have it with them. And he's like, I I this isn't my main office. You have to do a surgery in the main office. It was like a minor, like I had a cyst removed. Um, but he uh, gross. Yeah, it was gross, dude. It smelled so bad. <laughs> so you get scared. That was your little brother. Yep, it was horrible. Ugh. Um. <laughs> 
it was weird. But uh, they couldn't do the surgery, like the little surgery at first. That is scheduled me like three days later because he can't. He can only have the drugs in his main office. So he had to keep coming back and forth a little bit at a time. So, well, no, I'm saying like he couldn't. They don't have to drive with them. They I can only carry one bottle. Sir. They have to be stationary, and they have to be like it's regulated where they put it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I had to go. You had to go to a different location. Yes, I had to go to a different location <laughs> to have it done. They can diagnose it and they can decide what they're going to do, but he couldn't actually do the surgery there, even though it's minor. But here, Venkman is carrying it around. Exactly, Venkman's carrying some kind First of date. I don't know. I don't remember what he what he called it. We should have written it down. I should have known you'd brought them bring this up. Oh yeah. Um, and it, it's a lot. It's we need to ask my brother Donnie. We need it, to ask him. I, we did back in the day. He said that was way too much. <laughs> but she's also possessed by an evil spirit, gives her super strength. But he's still carrying that around. It's true. Yeah, he's carrying. What's he doing? Why? On a date, exactly. So Vagman's kind of a creepo. Yeah, who knows what's going on there? Yeah. But dang, is he charming? (laughs) Man, (laughs) (laughs) he is funny and he's charming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. Then let's let's talk about Egon. I know Egon's one of your favorite characters, played by writer Harold, writer and director. He didn't direct this movie, but he directed a lot of other movies. Mm -hmm. Harold Ramis, who's no longer living. Yeah. And that's why I don't. When they said they were making this a third, or the Ghostbusters was going to connect a to this true one, third one, uh, it's going to be interesting how they handle that. Because make him a ghost. <laughs> you, you you brought that idea up way back when. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting what they do with him because he's kind of the brains of the operation in a lot of ways. He's not the only him and Ray are really. Yeah, but Ray's not that much of the brains. Yeah. He's more of the supernatural knowledge. Ray? Yeah. Yeah, Harold's more... But the, the actual science, science science. Harold. I call him Harold. Egon. <laughs> Egon. Yeah. Spangler. Egon Spangler. I mean, he made their nuclear-powered proton packs. <laughs> yeah. And their containment unit. Yeah. Yeah. Their little and, uh, devices for scanning stuff, I guess. Yeah. Which, if you play the video game, which, oh, yeah, they just they came out with all. the remastered version of it on PlayStation 4. Ooh. Um... I think I played the 360 version. Yeah, which I think the remaster might be only for PlayStation 4. Wow, the jerk. It might be. I could be wrong about that. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. But playing the the game, the game's awesome, by the way. It came yeah. in like 2010 or 2011. And it's wow. basically like the third movie. Pretty much, yeah. But it kind of rehashes a lot of the old stuff, too. You know? Yeah, because like, they left them open. Like, right. Do they ever go back to that library in this movie to... Catch no, up. I don't know if they ever do, but I assume they do. It never shows. And the montage, right? They don't even show them go back no. there. And then even more ghosts are set loose when their containment unit is shut down. Yeah. Yeah. So Spangler is off. He's funny. He's all good, but he's they're just different. Each character is different enough that it's not like the same humor. Right. You know what I mean? Um, they, they're serious about their jobs. Like... But there's a lot of comedy that's situation. I don't know if to say situational. I don't even know how to describe the comedy. I guess it's situational in a way. But there's also there's also moments that are kind of scary too, or at least for kids. Well, yeah, it's a kind of a horror movie, I guess. Yeah, kind of, kind of. I mean, there's some scary moments. Like I said, the when I was a kid, I was scared of the scene. Did anybody ever die in the movie? Any actual death? In this one? Yeah. No, I don't think so. But there's explosions and I don't know. Um, well, we still haven't talked about the two other Ghostbusters, though. Ray 
which is Dan Aykroyd's character. Yeah. Uh, he's he's great. He's got awesome haircut. <laughs> it's ridiculous, <laughs> but I like it. The Sean of the group. Yeah, we made the Sean of the group. Um, but he has that weird dream. Isn't that one of the weirdest scenes? Uh, the dream. Yes. So of course, you'd bring that up. I would bring it up because I, it's funny. So apparently, though, that wasn't originally a dream. Uh, originally, it actually happened in the script, and they actually filmed the scene. Uh, where originally happened. It'd be a better story. It was like than a castle or something thing, they were staying right. at, or and there was a castle or that he was there, and he gets you know like seduced by this ghost. So they made it into a dream, and they make it into a funny moment. That he falls off the bed or whatever. <laughs> but like, that's pretty crazy. But it reminds me of something. Okay. Uh oh. Two things. I Christmas remember, from your wife. Huh. <laughs> no. I remember um, going. I remember like being at my grandma's trailer in Tennessee, and we like go vacation with her there. And, and ghost she, No, no, no. But she had these like a stack of um like a. There's a, what are those magazines that are like tabloids, but they just make up stories? Inquirers. Inquirers. The Inquirer, National Inquirer. And, you know, aliens. I and yeah. But it was, there was a story the in there, Boy. and it was about, Bat Boy was actually on the cover of that one. Ooh. And um, there's a story of a girl, a guy, like, being, I was seduced by a ghost or whatever. <laughs> and you read the article, and it was like, it was ridiculously fake. The image they used was fake. Recently, there was like a woman or a man that married like that's the, so many ghosts. That's the other thing I was talking about. There was a woman who married a ghost <laughs> in England. Yeah. And um, i got to find that story again. It's been Weird a couple of years since I read it, but I think. She married some ghost in England, but then they broke up. Oh. He left her. The ghost left her. Yeah. yeah. She probably called the ghost pushers on them. <laughs> I'll show you. Dang, you get harsh. I don't know, but that scene is weird. But it's—is this a kids movie? It's—I think it was PG. I don't think PG thirteen was around yet. I don't think PG thirteen. It's PG. Yeah, because PG thirteen didn't come until after like Indiana Jones. Oh. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because there was like a question, like there was the PG, and then there was R. There was nothing in between it. So, and I think this is one of those movies that would be PG thirteen if it come out now. Especially with that scene we just talked about. I thought it was some other movie that did that. I'm pretty sure it was one of the Indiana Jones movies that was responsible for it. It may not be the first one, but it was after that movie where parents were like, okay, we need to, or producers were like, we need to come up with something between middle ground. a middle ground because, you know, people were getting their melded into goo and in Indiana Jones. And yeah, like, but they're Nazis, so it's okay. I know, but you have like seven year olds watching that movie. Yay. Yeah, melt Same those Nazis. Those. Same as this, though. I mean, there's parts that, like, we talk about that scare seven-year-olds. Like, this is PG, Sean. I know it's PG, but it ain't <laughs> the same as Lion King. And they okay? don't show any deaths. No, but we're not sure there are any deaths. The Ghostbusters save everybody. Except for their job is to clean up the dead. That's true. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, all the people from the Titanic died. Yeah, so Ray Stance, who James says I'm that's my character in Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. uh, he's the one that's really into the paranormal. Um, he's the one who's got all like the, the knowledge of different ghosts and the different types of hauntings and and uh, all that stuff that's in um, what do you call it? It's in like uh, Token Spirit Guide. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the spirit guide or whatever, yeah. So he's all he's all up on that stuff. And he he he's a lot of the uh, the enthusiasm. Yeah, that. And as the filmmakers and filmmakers and actors described it, James, they said that um, 
that each character kind of represents a, a different part aspect of the Ghostbusters. You don't mean like oh like the id and the super ego thing. In a way, but they they make it more basic. They basically say basic basically. <laughs> they say um, Ray is the heart of the Ghostbusters. Egon's like the 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 head. You know what I mean? Like the brain of the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. um, what's Bateman? Bateman is the. I think they said the machismo or something. Machismo. <laughs> like he's the swagger. He's the swagger of the Ghostbusters. You could say a swagger. And then this is before you know. Uh, what's the name comes on? Winston. Yeah. So, so yes, yeah, so let's talk about the last Ghostbuster we haven't talked about. Winston, played by Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson, that's right. And I haven't seen him since Heroes. He wasn't Heroes, was he? Yeah. He's yeah. a detective or something. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be in the next Ghostbuster movie too. That's cool. I think I'm they're sure all coming back. Yeah. But uh, Ernie Hudson plays uh, Winston, and he's the, he really the, is kind of supposed to be like the representative of the audience. Yeah, he's a new guy. A new guy. He doesn't know anything. Doesn't know anything, and he's not like in a ghost, he's just looking for a job. Yep. <laughs> he gets the yep. job. and Average dude. Yeah. He, he gets a lot more, you know, a lot more to do in the second movie, I remember that. Hmm. In this one, he doesn't really show up to like halfway through, right? I guess. I mean, he does his part at the end, but, yeah. you know... When they start, well, when business starts picking up. Right. They hire him because they're working too much. They need another guy. And they don't give him much training either. No. Right? <laughs> but he but he does good. I mean, he's, he he has some, like, he gives he gives a speech to the mayor, you know, like, the he's like, I've seen some, New York. it's part in my language, but he said, I've seen some shit that'll turn you white. PG, PG. And, and he's, you know, uh, he's black, so that's why it's funny. But, oh. um he says like that. What about Samuel L. Jackson? He been like, get Listen these effing mother ghosts. Ever. <laughs> get these effing ghosts out of this effing mother city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So Ernie Hudson does a good job. Plays the the everyman character, just your average Joe. Yeah. Um, he's not a scientist. He's just a. Uh, nope. Just you know. Just, just a regular a, guy. Regular guy, but he does a good job. I mean, yeah. that's what I mean. All there's chemistry. You can tell like the four actors together have a lot of chemistry. And uh, pays off. Yeah. Definitely pays off. What about any supporting characters? What about the villain, Walter Peck? Yeah. Not too... I don't like him. <laughs> he's just a bureaucrat. You he's know a what dick. I mean? Yeah. He's dick. Dickless, actually. What they call he him. has no dick. <laughs> this man it's true. Has the... This man has no dick. <laughs> That's right. A lot of great lines. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, in real life... Like he's a nice guy, but people really after this movie hate him, and they would just call him Dickless and in the streets yelling at him and booing him and stuff. Like it kind of made his life not so good. He, I, based on what they, they said in the commentary, like he just you know, it didn't really bother him too much. But like he had his penis removed. No, oh. but they talked about how people, live up to it. People just made fun of him, and he, he was the villain for that from that point on. Like he was always a villain in the eyes of people yeah. in the audience. You know, he's the guy that goes around and closes the orphanage. <laughs> Yep. Kind of character. Yeah, he is the kind. Of, yeah, he's the the banker type. But this time he's works for the EPA, which I wonder <laughs> if this made the EPA look good or made the EPA look bad. A government agency. Made him look stupid. Made him look like jerks at least. But yeah. So I don't know if there's any other. We talked about Jeanine already. She does a good job as like the typical New York 
What about uh, Dana's neighbor? Oh, yeah, Rick Moranis. Yeah. Whatever happened to him? The accountant. In real life. What do you mean, in real life? Sure. I think Rick Moranis, either his wife got sick or his wife passed away. Uh-huh. And he, like, took a step back from acting to focus on raising his kids. He hasn't done... I remember the last movie I remember him appearing in. He thought he did the voice of Little Bear or one of the Bear... He, in one of the Brother Bear movies? Yeah, the Brother Bear. I don't know if it's Little Bear or whatever. Yeah, he was one of the moose right. in that. I think that's like the last thing I remember him in. Is that plural for moose? Um, Meats? But... Mooses? Yeah, mooses, mooses. He wasn't originally the guy they wanted to play the character. Um, oh, the accountant. They wanted it to be John Candy, actually. Hmm. Yeah, they wrote that part for John Candy. And John Candy turned it down... He wanted to play as like a German guy, and and it's they just couldn't really kind of agree what they wanted, how they wanted. And so he passed. German on guy. Yeah, I know. In New York. I know. And then Rick Moranis got it. He's perfect, man. Yeah. He's perfect. He's so funny, and he had lived a lot of his like one-liners. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who does your taxes? <laughs> <laughs> like he's perfect. He plays like a nerd, a wannabe cool hip guy, trying to make friends. Yeah, um, trying. He's got like a crush on Dana, kind of. They're all like it's his. Tony Weaver's character. His clients. They're all stuff. his clients, yeah. And they're old people. And there's like the one girl, like blonde hair. And and she's like, you know. Doing taxes for her. Which that blonde head lady is uh, the girl, the blonde hair that he dances with in the weird dance. Oh, He yeah. tries to dance with her or whatever. Because he's going to leave because the party's not hit. Maybe if we start dancing, everyone else would. That was Casey Kasem's wife. Really? Yeah. Huh. Casey Kasem. Remember him? Vaguely, uh, top forty, Casey Kasem. He used to do like a, every week. He had like a top forty songs, and he was also in different shows. He talked. Um, he talked. I think Shaggy and Scooby Doo, originally, uh, something like that. But he's more of a radio personality. He's no longer alive. But he was hip in the eighties and seventies and sixties, and they still play like his on radio stations. They still play like old recordings, old recordings of his top forty or whatever, and they go back and. His spirit will never rest. <laughs> That's gotta call the Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, so he so she's his wife, whatever. But Rick Moranis' character is is great in this. Yeah. And he gets a lot more doing the second one. But what do you think he was doing under Janine's desk? That was Egon that was in her desk. Yeah. What do you think he was doing under that? He was <laughs> fixing the phone line or something. Is it really? They make it seem like but they talk about in the commentary how that she was originally supposed or... they were originally building a relationship between those two and then they just didn't work so they just like <laughs> kind of fizzled out and then they you know hook her, hook her, hook her and Rick Moranis up in the second one uh, but they, they were kind of set up because I it definitely she's definitely into Egon but he's not really into her he just he collects fungus he's married more. to science that's right yeah married to science but so there's all the main characters there's some side characters. I mean, I guess Slimer's kind of a character. Not in this one so much. But he's definitely the most popular ghost. Well, yeah, because of the cartoon. Even before this. I mean, Slimer, they talk about the commentary. How he immediately became like, the most popular ghost they faced. Well, the other one's just an old woman. And, and then they had a random ghost that yeah. showed up, yeah. Yeah, there's the... State Puff. No, it's the second one where they got the courtroom guys. Yeah. yeah. State Puff is sweet, obviously. The Zelenksy brothers or something like that. Yeah. Oh man, um, let's talk about the uh, the city itself, the city of New York. Okay. 
Do you think that this movie would have been successful if it had been set in a different mo- different city? I don't know. You think you could just put it in any city in America and it would work? Hmm. No. Why is that? Hmm. Size. Okay. Definitely seems to be a, like the size of the city. I don't think it would work with like small t- small town America. No. Do you know what I mean? I don't think a Ghostbusters in small town America would work. Even though that's probably more realistic to how people who mm-hmm. investigate paranormal activities are. You know, small town people just going like weird t- towns or whatever, but they're going from weird abandoned houses or old asylums, things like that. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm just saying like you're right. I think the movie, the setting is also is one reason why this is so successful. Yeah. Yeah, New York, there's a New York spirit to the movie. I've never actually been to New York City, though, so I don't know. I've been to the state of New York multiple times, but I've never actually been to the city of New York. But the movie makes it seem like this could actually happen. You know what I mean? Like, And it's, if it did happen, it would be in a place like New York City. Yeah. You know? And the characters, get, they give you like a New York feel. Based on what my perception of New York is, but this, but this movie <laughs> actually probably yeah. shaped my perception of what New York is like. You know what I'm saying? More than TMNT two. That, that well, think about this: Ninja Turtles, this Saturday Night Live, um, those things probably like. Really, that's Thirty Rock. You know, I never, I never really watched Thirty Rock, but I'm trying to think of, gosh, there's so many movies set in New York. Oh, almost all. Um, Home Alone two, which yeah. is like that, gave me an impression of what New York was like. Spider-Man gave me a impression of what New York was like. So, Avengers. Yeah. I was a little older, though, when I saw Avengers. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, So I think these movies helped shape what New York was like for me. And then we have the whole September 11 thing, which really But, happened. like, other than that, than it being in New York, then I, I could see it working, like, London or England, where, like, a old British stuff, version? like, that happens. Yeah. What about, like, Los Angeles? Mm, it wouldn't be like this. Like, the, the style, like, there's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of gothic, gothic architecture, right? Down. No. I don't know if there is. I've never been to Los Angeles either, but New York has a lot of that gothic architecture. Yeah. And it's an older city, older, right? Cathedrals and yeah. that look. And it looks like it. You know, you're right. It's probably the, Chicago could probably fit into. I think Chicago could. It Maybe. could take place in Chicago as well. And that's a city I have been to <laughs> a few different times, but I don't know. Um, I think the city itself, though, I think is the perfect setting yeah. for this. Uh, four guys who are just scientists who are in one Three guy scientists. one guy is kind of a charlton <laughs> and then uh two other scientists who are really in, actually interested in doing it and then a fourth guy who just wants a job you know, you know what i mean they just come together and save the city he essentially becomes like the driver slash mechanic <laughs> yeah yeah speaking of, of driving what do you think of the ecto-1 i love it yeah everybody loves the ecto-1 <laughs> if you're not familiar with the ecto-1 is the ecto-1 is their Old ambulance, right? Ambulance or hearse? Yeah, it's old ha- ambulance from like the sixties. They turn into like, or is it a hearse? I'm not sure. It looks kind of like a shaped like a hearse, but I think it's an old ambulance that they turn into a. Um, they're like, they're can't they're, stand they're, up in the back. Their vehicle. Right? Is that an old ambulance or is that a hearse? It's I think it's a hearse. Well, they turn into like an ambulance. They put a siren on it. Mm. You know what I mean? And they can run through. Some right. stoplights. Uh, the Ecto-1 is a sweet, sweet ride. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, my ne- nephew was into um, Ghostbusters a lot. He was watching these movies all the time. 
and he's young too. Um, so he got him the Ecto one for his birthday. Which one? I don't know. It was like a about ten inches long. It wasn't like the full the full characters could fit in though. It was just like an Ecto one. Oh. But he liked it a lot. It was made out of metal though too. Oh, so it wasn't die cast. Like, yeah, it wasn't plastic. It was nice. I mean, it was cool. And then also there's their firehouse, yeah. the Ghostbusters headquarters, mm-hmm. which is also a great choice that they use an old firehouse and has the. <laughs> it gives you a sense that they're they're working in service of the city. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they have the whole pole. They go down like this. this all that stuff was cool, and that was a cool toy too. Yeah. My brother had that toy. <laughs> the old Ghostbusters firehouse. I don't remember if we ever had the Ecto One though. Did you have? I remember Ecto-1 having the Ecto One. Okay, I remember having a lot of the, the a lot of the actual had a ghost. Hook. And I remember having the um, in the tools they like the photon packs and the 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 I don't know what they call their guns. What do they call them? Names. Uh, throwers. Is that the called? Yeah. Thrower. Yeah. But that you know what I mean that that whole. Stuff was all that stuff was cool. It all appealed to kids. They talked about how when the movie came right after the movie came out, they started getting letters from kids asking, you know, more for uh, <laughs> for those like if they would send them a photon pack, which they, they weighed like eighty pounds in real life. They actually um, have a nuclear photon pack. But they did eventually make like the toy version, which I had hollow plastic. It was hollow plastic. It actually wasn't very good. But they had like the a foam thing that went on the end of the gun part. Make it look like it was firing. Right, and it would like spin, but it just didn't. <laughs> No one ever played that part because it wouldn't stay in there very well. Remember that? We had that, the gun part, and it had the trap, and it opened up when you pressed on it. Yeah. And then um, they have, now it's a popular Halloween costume, too. Yeah. And a lot of people. Just coveralls. Right. But now it's like an inflatable pack. Yeah. So it just inflates with air and you just wear it like that. But it's pretty cool. I mean. I've seen people make ones, like homemade ones that have the light up and everything. They look awesome. Yeah. Like thousands of dollars. Yeah, they look <laughs> sweet. It's kind of like that made up halo armor. Yeah. Like Master Chief. Man, oh man. It's a good movie, James. Good movie. Yeah. All right. Now, do you know if there's any troop to any of the supernatural stuff that occurs in the movie? Well, they quote uh, Revelations yeah. at the end. The, um, the Titanic's in it. They do, <laughs> I think, they do use the Sumerian gods. I think those yeah. might be real. I think there might be like the real gods that the Sumerians actually worshipped. Gozer, I don't know if Gozer is Babylonian, or Babylonian, whatever stuff. Yeah, um, the Mesopotamians. Yeah, yeah. If they like the things, those things might be real. Is there a uh, what's the book they? What the book they use again? Token Spirit Guide. Yeah, is there really a Token Spirit Guide? I don't know. I think it came out after the movie reference. I'm not sure if it was before. But here's the, like I said, I don't know if we talked about this before. I think we might have talked about this on another podcast actually. Dan Aykroyd. Is really into ghosts and paranormal stuff. Yeah. Like, really into it. Like, he has a show in Canada that he hosts. He still lives in his, like, childhood home. Mm-hmm. And he claims it's haunted. And like He mentions it in this movie. What do you mean? His, his family, his, his parents left him that house. He was born in that house. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right, right. But Don't it, sweat it, Ray. Right? Yeah, all, that's right. They, they mortgage it. mortgages. They, they all, he mortgages it again, yeah. Yeah. To get to start the Ghostbusters or whatever. <laughs> But in real life, he lives like on a farm in Canada. And his great grandmother was into like kind of the occult or whatever or a something witch. like that. And um, they did seances and stuff. So he's really yeah, into it. And witch. he's also into like aliens as well. Yeah, he has that uh, crystal skull vodka. Yeah. 
Yeah. Crystal Skull kind of thing. I watched a YouTube clip about the time of the Crystal Skulls in Mexico and other places yeah. they found them. I thought that was made up for Indiana Jones. I didn't even know that was a real was a real thing. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, so he, so he, a lot of this, he was already kind of investigating this stuff in real life. Mm-hmm. When he, that's where part of the idea came from. And he's, like I said earlier, he's a lot of that jargon and stuff. So I, that's why I wasn't sure if that book was something uh-huh. he came across in his own research, you know? Um, but his dad wrote a book actually called about this, basically describing different types of ghosts. Hmm. Yeah. It's in Canada, published in Canada, but like, so, I mean, maybe that's where some of this inspiration came from. I don't know. But, so he's really into it. You can, he's, he's done a lot of interviews on it. He's part of uh, the UFO, like, research, they call him. Paranormal investigator. Euphemet, but Euphemet's a different guy, but he's in part of it, too. Um, it's where they investigate aliens and things like that. His, his theories are kind of weird. I won't be honest with you. Some are, like, really out there. Um, like, you know. Aliens are us from the future? No, but yeah, but they were either working with our government or they they just despise us because they think we're like so like evil basically. Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about how they there's CNN showed on CNN, on September 11th, which I remember watching. How's it work? Yeah, when this was going on, I remember them. I don't remember this happening, but I remember people talking about shortly after that supposedly these two objects were seen in the sky around the towers. Yeah, he says that they that they were there's live there's footage of that. But when the, the Smoke's supposed to look like the devil as Right, well. and the CNN and stuff like that stops showing it. and um, They're hiding it. So he believes that there's some kind of, you know, like, like the well, guy from the least Recently, Blink-22. the Navy. Right. They said those are real. And Tom DeLonge, uh, who, uh, who's like one of the lead singers of Blink-22, the band, my favorite band of all time, he's really big into UFOs. Like he wrote the song on one of their albums called Aliens Exist, and it's like a goofy song. But... He wrote that because he actually believed they only exist. And now he's, he does like all kinds of research. His organization that he started was actually the ones responsible for getting that's the, the Navy to confess that these objects they recorded were UFOs. Yeah. And then I got in the New York Times. I remember reading that when it came out in 2017. Yeah. And he's connected with Dan Aykroyd too somehow. About Listen to his music. And then I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about UFOs and you're giving a lot of competition. Uh, well, I listen to a lot types. of different things. <laughs> I listen. I don't really watch much TV anymore, James. All I do is either listen or read stuff or write. Oh. So, and that's not. That's a lie. You watch The Office. I haven't watched The Office in a long time, man. I've watched movies. Lies. I watched Endgame last couple of couple watched of Ghostbusters ago. last night. I watched Ghostbusters last night. Um. Yeah, and I've watched a lot of football games too. <laughs> a lot of sports. Yeah. So it's either sports, reading. <laughs> Or uh, Podcast. listening podcasts Books. or writing stuff. Writing. Yeah, it's my life for Running errands, teaching. chores. Yeah, but I usually, while I'm doing chores or running errands, I'm listening. Uh, That's where I mostly listen. <laughs> I don't ever just sit down at home and listen. It's always going to do something else. Working out or... That's where I get all that in. But. Folding laundry. <laughs> but I, I even think Dan Aykroyd was on Joe Rogan's show. Yeah. Talking about it too. I've seen a clip about him talking about the Crystal Skulls on there. That's where I saw that clip. So he's into this stuff and then formed this movie, which made him really wealthy. It's probably his most popular movie, besides maybe Blues Brothers. Yeah. Which is a good movie. Those car wrecks. (laughs) Do you remember that crazy car chase scene? Police chase scene? 
So they defeat um, Stay Puff and they end successfully. Like crossing the streams? Yep. Which is some kind of, I don't know if that's a reference to peeing. I always wonder about that. Like dudes in a urinal, like don't cross the streams. Didn't that weird. joke come out after? I don't know, maybe. What are you doing? Don't cross the stream. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about the movie before we play some games? Well, just that, you know, if anyone asks if you're a god, tell them yes. Are you a god? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he tells them honestly. He's honest. It's Ray. And it cost him. He cost him a lot. They all get shocked, yeah. That, and it's his fault that Stay Puft comes. Now, well, I will... Use his thoughts of right. marshmallows. But it could have been something much worse than Stay Puft. It, it, if it was Egon, it would have been mold or spore or whatever. Yeah. And if it was Vegman, it'd probably been a hot chick. Yeah, probably been a hot chick. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Winston would chose. Probably like an unemployment check or something. I don't know. Just what a big paycheck. Like something you're not afraid of. I mean. Choose your destructor. Yeah, I don't know who he chose, but yeah. So one thing I did pick up though, listening to commentary, is Bill Murray. I don't know if they were like kind of insinuating that he was just pain in the ass. Yeah, sometimes I can see it. Do you know what I mean? Like he didn't want to be covered in like all the the marshmallow stuff, which is shaving cream when they made it. So he that's why he doesn't. I don't want to be slimed. And they, they, but they would say the jokes in the in the commentary. They weren't jokes. They would like, but they wouldn't say who it was. And I'm like, oh, it's definitely Bill Murray you're talking about, <laughs> you know. But they also talked about how awesome he was, like kind of jokes and how. Just he was a star. He was already a superstar, you know. Like too so. good to be slimed. Well, so I, I, slimed him. They just it made it seem like he was that cartoony. Slimed all the time. And he and for a long time he was the reason why they never made a third one was he yeah. wouldn't do it. And he now he's gonna and now he's gonna things. do it. So well, he, he's missing the money. No, he doesn't need the money. He's he's rich. Well, yeah, how much can he make from doing all those Wes Anderson movies? That's true, but I'm sure he doesn't need the money though. I mean, he's been in a lot of hit movies. So been around for a while. Son coaches basketball. He was he was coaching. Son was coaching at Xavier University. That makes so. a lot of money, right? You coach sports. Yeah, but yeah, well, you coach a big time college basketball. You make a lot of money. But I'm saying that's his son. That's not him. Money. He's fine. Sure, but he, apparently he's going to be in the next one. Yeah. But he was the reason why they didn't make a third one. Which right. We'll have to see when we when we we'll. When we do the second Ghostbusters 2, we will dive into that, of why they never made it. The second Ghostbusters 2? I should say when we do Ghostbusters 2. There isn't a second Ghostbusters 2. But when we do Ghostbusters 2, we'll dive into that, see why they didn't make it. And then when we go do Ghostbusters 2016? We're not doing that. (laughs) We could, I guess. We could do that without seeing it. We could. (laughs) You've seen it, though. We could do it. I haven't. Not the whole thing, anyway. I, don't know. I didn't like the ghost in the movie, in the new one, twenty sixteen version. The ghost. You didn't two, see it. They were. I saw. A, a, you saw one like half of it. They, they were too cartoonish. You saw one. And they're kind of cartoonish in this, but it works for some reason. Maybe it's because the eighties. There's a reason effects. why it looks cartoonish. And what in this? No, in the twenty sixteen. Oh, there is. Yeah. They explain why they don't look like real humans or whatever. Yeah. Are they not real ghosts? Kind of. Okay. Well, that that makes sense. Bankman gets the girl. That's right. He gets the Glenn Weaver. Yeah, she has then, a kid in a second But it's one. not his. <laughs> it is actually the guy that she talks to when Bankman goes up to her at the fountain or whatever. Fountain Square or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. 
and um, he's like talking to her and about coming. That's when he sets up the date. That guy he injected is, her with baby juice. That guy is actually the dad. They said in the commentary. I'm pretty sure whatever he gave Dana during that would have killed whatever was growing in her. James, that's horrible. She wasn't pregnant then. The movie, the second one took nine months. Oscars two. Oh, the second one, right? He's one or two. Mm-hmm. And not two. Walking's he's, new for him. Right, so he's probably one-ish. And it takes place in like five years later. So, oh, okay. You know what I mean? That moment was long past. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's a great movie. Very well done. Great effects for the most part for 1984. I love this movie. Yes, I do. It's one of my personal favorites. Yep. And it holds up. So if you haven't seen it yet, watch What's it. What's wrong? Into, with I know it? we spoiled a lot of it, but it still holds up. We didn't take. We didn't even go into half the jokes that are in the movie. No, not even. Um, lots of great one-liners. Lots of T-shirts from the. I mean, funny sayings. One of my favorite scenes is uh, in the elevator when they first turn on the proton packs. It's just like, and they slowly back away from it. <laughs> and they're like an old couple in the, th- in the thing, too. No, there, there was a guy waiting at the other elevator. Okay. And they're like, huh, what are you guys here? A costume party? And he's like, nah, someone saw, we're exterminators. Someone saw a roach on the 12th. Oh, that's right. It must be some roach. <laughs> must be because you got the big, all these big guns. In that's right. It must be some roach. Yeah. I'm, I think that's an ambulance. Take your head off. <laughs> I think the Ecto 1 is an ambulance. I don't think it's a. It looks like a hearse, but I think it's an ambulance. stand up in it, Sean. I know, you're How right. How you going to work on people? It's true. Maybe that's what they did in the 70s. Didn't help you? It's a, I mean, it's got wings on the back, so it's got to be one of those old cars. It's got those, like, wing things. I don't know, fins. Yeah, so? so. Doesn't have to be an ambulance. Yeah. Batman. Batman's car has fins. From the 60s. <laughs> and, <it's> the 60s. <laughs> and he did carry me on the back. <laughs> All right, you ready for Two of the Trash, James? Yeah. But then you gotta be ready for spell that movie. I and I failed last time for the first yeah, time. Did. Yeah, you did. Okay. And we almost spilled some off on our recording device, so it's okay. We, I did. <laughs> Not we. I didn't have anything to do with that one. You know, nothing to do with that one. So that's all right. Um, let's uh, let's talk about it. We're through it. Well, it's, it's Sprite Zero. The spill. <laughs> it's not, it did. The Sprite Zero did spill. You know what? I'm not editing this out. <laughs> we can just go for it. All the sounds you hear, you just have to embrace it. I guess I could edit it out. I might edit this you? out. If you hear it, then you're blessed. If I edit it out, you <laughs> won't hear it, so it won't matter. Right. You'll be blessed. So, let's do this thing. Truth or trash? Truth I have five trash. statements. Okay? <sighs> you got to tell me whether the truth or trash Last time you won, I think. And then Maybe. I lost again. So here we go. Truth or trash? Truth or trash. Eddie now, Mur- before it starts, yes. I love the movies. I read the comics. I watched the cartoons. And I collected the toys. Bring it on. Okay. Yeah, it's true. It's all true. All those things are definitely true. <laughs> definitely true. We need to find a way to watch the num- number two in a movie theater. We could probably get... Your theater to do it. We could. We pay them a hundred bucks. They'll do it. They'll play whatever well, movie. Screw that. Time. We'll go on a day where they nobody gonna be there. We're like five <laughs> bucks. Let's watch a movie. <laughs> Just turn it on. All right. We'll now buy you, your popcorn. You can rent out the whole thing though for hundred dollars. Yeah. How'd that go for you? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about something else. All right. Truth or trash. <laughs> All right. 
Eddie Murphy was supposed to play Winston. Uh, now, he was on Saturday Night Live. Yes. I'm going to say yeah, but he probably wanted more money. That is true. true. Yes, you're one for one. Eddie Murphy was supposed to play um, Winston, but he eventually passed in the role. But if he had if he had signed up, that he was going to be more. The character was going to be much bigger in the movie. Yeah, he'd want to. So he was going to be like a money. bigger part. So when when they when he passed and they um, they eventually hired. Uh, it would have been interesting. Ernie Hudson. They they basically like they changed the script a little bit. They're like we need a black guy, but not that black guy. <laughs> I don't know if that's their thinking, but. Eddie Murphy, remember this? He was about. This was the guy they worked with. I don't now, know when uh, Beverly Hills Cop completely... came out. The Beverly Hills Cop come out prior to this mm. or after? Because that movie was a huge hit. Eighty four. And Eddie Murphy was like on top. This is when he was like on top of his game, or the, the beginning of the top of his career. Like, Saturday Night Live was he was awesome on there, and he was like getting ready to do Beverly Hills Cop and in forty eight hours, make the movie is, and so he was about to be a huge star. Trading places. Yeah. So like, you know. Oh, it was close. Right. Definitely the so, 80s. Yeah, so he definitely would have been, he might have been more of a Bankman type character in it. You know, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm interesting. interesting. He didn't, he would have been interesting in it. But, he didn't get it and Ernie Hudson did awesome. Maybe so they'll bring him for this like one. It. A new one. 2020. Maybe. Alright. So I'm you are one for one. Truth or trash? To help promote the movie, the producers created a 1-800 number for people to call the actual Ghostbusters. If it's the same number that's shown in the movie, I'm going to say that's true. It is true. <laughs> but instead of being 5 and 5 like it is in the movie, oh, it's, it's 1-800. Yeah. But that is true. They did do that. And you could actually call it back then. And um, No, it's not on anymore? I don't know. Or we could look it up and try. We might have to try it. Fuck it. <laughs> but uh, you could call it and you would hear a recording from the three stars saying like, hey, we are, you know, we're out busting ghosts right now, but we can't get back to you or something like that. But it was busy, supposedly, for like three weeks straight. Oh. So everybody kept calling for like three weeks straight. But they didn't do that before the movie came out. They did it, you know, uh, after the movie was already out. Like mm. they did, and that's when the director put this together or whatever. The interesting thing is, movies when they released back then were different than they were today. They didn't have like a, a, always a world, like worldwide release or even like a nationwide release. Like Sometimes they would like release like a city here and there and then eventually it'd get to your city. Um, and also, like movies have a lot more legs. Movie. Now everything's like front loaded. Like, movie makes its money in the first two or three weeks, and then it kind of fades away. Yeah. Except for like even Endgame. I mean, it made most of its money in the first two or three weeks, and then it, it still had some legs. But movies back then, like this movie, then had, they brought it had out again. Legs. It would it'd be the number one movie for like four or five weeks in a row. You know, and there's just not too many movies that do that anymore. Black Panther. It's because I, I think it's part of our news. The theory of mine is it's more like we're like a kind of like we treat movies like a 24 hour news cycle. We talk about something, we're on it, it's hip, it's cool. Um, but the president's not on it. One point is, you know what I'm saying? Like how he does something, we, the news is all about that for 24 hours until something else comes and they just push that aside like it never happened. Well, yeah, it's people's attention span. Right. I, and I, that we don't, because the technology is so fast now, we can do that. But back then, the technology wasn't fast. Nope. So it, you could actually come up with this 1-800 number that would keep people talking about it after yeah, the movie was took released. Took time to get that going. You know? <laughs> so there you go. All right, number three. So you're now two for two. Yeah, yeah. So I have to stomp you here. You're going to win. All Yay. right. Um, 
This movie was the highest grossing comedy until Adam Sandler's The Waterboy. Whoa. So it made the most money of the comedy until Adam Sandler's The Waterboy, which came out in 1990. Are there any better comedies between Ghostbusters and Waterboy? Waterboy wasn't Sandler's first comedy, was it? No, it was okay. 1998. 98? Yeah, was Waterboy? Yeah. Wow. Okay, in 84. So 14 years. Hmm. Highest grossing comedy. Trash. That one is trash. Yes. You're right. Three to three. What was the number one? The number one... Ghostbusters was the highest grossing comedy until Home Alone came out. Ah. Home Alone beat it eventually, which was a huge hit. Yeah. Yeah, so um, there you go. <laughs> which, which, there's some connections there. Home Alone was drew, uh, written by John Hughes, who... John Candy's in that one. Right, John Candy's in Home Alone. You know I mean? Like a lot of the same probably people were involved, loosely. Because John Candy worked with John Hughes a lot. Um, Dan Aykroyd worked with John Hughes some. You know what I mean? So there's like... And then he went to New York in the second one. Yep. Could have had right. a crossover. We're still going to do this. Even though you're three for three. Let's see if you yeah. can go... Yeah. Let's see if you can go four for four. Four for four. Okay. The original title... Ah. ...was Ghost Catchers. True or trash? True. That one is trash. Uh, what was it? Ghost Smashers. Smashers. That's originally what Dan Aykroyd called it. Ghost Smashers. I knew it had a different name. So, yeah. Ghostbusters has a much better ring to it. What about the Ghost Facers? That was a... Supernatural. supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> supernatural. That's the Ghost Hunters ripoff guys. Yeah. So, I almost put Ghost Hunters on this, but then the I... It was like you would know right away that it, was, it had to be something close to it. It's Ghost Smashers, yeah. And that was where they traveled through time and different dimensions. And smashed and, ghosts. Yeah, smashed them, I guess. And then, all right, so you're, you're three for four. You've yeah. already won the game. Yay. We'll sell you here. Number five. Last one. Last one. I think you're going to get this one. Maybe. All right. According to Dan Aykroyd, Slimer okay. is the ghost of John Belushi. Uh, okay, now... I know it wasn't known there for a while. Then later, either in the comics or something, it was revealed that he's actually a dead prince. So I'm going to say that's trash? That is true. Really? He thought it was his dead brother or no, no, friend? No, no, he, he wrote him to be the ghost of John Oh, Bush. really? Like, that's what he eats all the time, and he's got, like, a partier and things like that. Um, that's what they talked about in the commentary. Mm. If you have different places. I think in the comics, he's an Egyptian prince. Right, they probably changed it for the actual movie. I'm just saying he was... He in, died from gluttony or something like that. Right, like they, they changed it in this... Um, to death. Whatever, but... That's what they did, yeah. So it was a way of also... Because originally, the movie was going to be... When yeah, with Dan him. Aykroyd was going to be Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. They were the original two main characters. Um, But obviously, John Belushi died before... Even before the movie started getting made. Oh. And they went back and you know, rewrote it and everything. So there you go, James. You were through five. You won Yay. the game. Good job. I didn't throw it or anything. <laughs> That's right. Are you ready for my game, Sean? Yes. The, 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 if I get this wrong, I have to call myself Walter Peck the rest of the day. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I think that, that would be good. You have to change your outgoing call number and everything. It said Walter Peck. Walter Peck. Receiving call from Walter Peck. It's not, 
All right, so this is a hard game, by the way. <laughs> I was trying to guess last night what, what movie what theme you would You don't know what theme I got. I don't even know I'd be able to pick the theme. But the movie we just watched was Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, that's right. So we're going to play Spell That Movie. For those of you who don't know, we're going to spell Ghostbusters. All you have to do is name any movie. It starts with the letter I give you. Yeah. But if you can figure out my theme and figure out what movie I chose, you win automatically. Right, so my... So, so yeah. What so, were you going to say? Well, I was going to kind of... So I'm, interrupting I'm, my game? Yeah, I'm interrupting your game. I'm interrupting your game, man. All right? This is trash. Man. I'm Walter Peck. <laughs> you saying you're going to lose? <laughs> no. No, I'm not. I'm going to... No. The first letter is G. G. Okay, so let's just, I'll make sure I get this right. So I have to name any movie. That name any movie starts with a G. And if I guess the movie that you chose, the show with G, then I win. Or if I guess the theme, I win, right? No. No. The theme just helps you if you The theme just helps me. Okay, all right. So G, um, you wouldn't want Ghostbusters 2 here. That's too obvious. I'm going to go with Ghost. Mm, movie that Dem- starts with G. Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. I went with Goodfellas. Ooh, okay. New York movie, I think. <laughs> the last the next letter is H, Sean. H. Man. Mob movie, New York movie, H. City, H, H, H. H. Goodfellas, not a horror movie. Because I think of some Halloween, I'm thinking like those are kind of movies. <laughs> um, Anything could be a theme. I know. I've only given you one movie. Hostel. Ooh, that starts with H. I went with Hannah and her sisters. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> is that like a romantic comedy or something? I think it's a chick flick. Okay, have you seen this movie? No. But so far, group of girls. We got we got a group of girls, Hannah and her sisters. We got good fellas. It's a group, right? A group of dudes, mobsters. Okay, next letter. Is O, Sean. O. Oh. Oh. Oh, Oh is the hard one, man. <laughs> um, Only if you think of it as O. I know. You gotta think of O words. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Uh, but I gotta think of something that has a group of people in it. Oh. <laughs> the only movie I'm thinking of right now is Original Sin. And that's not a group of people. That's two people. <laughs> two people. <laughs> I'm gonna go with... Um, not going to use original. Orange story. County. Orange County. Because Harold Ramis is in that movie. Yes, that's true. That starts with O. I chose On the Town. I don't even know, what, I don't even know what On the Town is. Old movie. Man, you were doing your research for this one. <laughs> okay, On the Town. Orange County. Jeez, okay. Next right. letter, Next Sean, letter. is S. Still going with my theme here. I'm going with Steel Magnolias. Ooh. I went with Serpico. What the heck is that? Serpico? Gangster movie. Oh, okay. So we're, we, what was the what was the second movie you went with? Hannah and Her Sisters. Okay. And the third one was? On the Town. On the Town. So is that a gangster movie too? Mm-hmm. Hannah and Her Sisters is not a gangster movie, so I don't think. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're kind of, next letter. Next letter is T, Sean. T. Gosh. That's one you might have a chance of getting with what I gave you so far. Hannah or sisters <laughs> on the town. Don't get hung up on that one. Okay. First one was Goodfellas. Um, it's got to be T. 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 Not A team. That'd be the A team. Um, let's go. It'll be T. 
something to the group of people. Your theme is something to do with the group of people. Mobsters, maybe, but I'm going to go with the town. That starts with T. Yeah. I went with the Godfather. Is it the Godfather or is it just Godfather? It's the Godfather. Dang it. I wouldn't have got I was thinking it was Godfather. Okay. Next letter. It's mobs B, movie. Sean. B. B. All right. B. Mob movies. B. <laughs> um, or at least. I don't, what, how do you got mob movies out of this? New York movies, maybe? Hannah and her sisters is not a mob movie. I'm going to guess it's a New York movie. I'm going to go with. Uh, no. No, here's one. It's kind of connected. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice starts with B. Yeah. I chose Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I would never have got that. <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's. No. Deep Blue Something. Oh, song. Next Look letter up, is U, Sean. U. 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 I'm pretty sure you're not going to get this one. No, it's probably some but old it's movie. Not too old. Not too late. Um, gosh, Umbrella Academy, but that's Umbrella. That's a, that'd be a series. It's a series, yeah. Not a movie. You, 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 you. Um, you. The letter U. Yeah, I know. Gosh, this is a hard one, too. U's are hard. Yeah, U is a hard one. U's, I just got to get past this letter. I got to even think <laughs> of one with U in it. Um, Uranus. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, We're not talking about your ass or a hole in the ground. <laughs> talking about space. We're talking about the letter U. But there's no... I'm talking about the planet. Or the... <laughs> Uranus? Uranus, yes. Um, Or the Greek Titan or whatever he is. Um, no, he's not Titan, whatever he is. All right. He was a god. <laughs> yeah, you're, let's, go, let's go with um, Ugly... You is the letter. Isn't there a movie called Ugly Something? Ugly Something. Um, you ugly, ugly something. Are you ugly son of a bitch? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the letter U. Any movie. Any uh, I'm, movie. I'm trying to think of a movie. You might stop me because I can't think of a movie. Any you. movie. Right now people listening to this are probably screaming at me. A U movie that starts with a U. Any you movie. Any movie. Um, Uptown Girl. That starts with you. Yeah. I went with United 93. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, they crashed in Pennsylvania, but I got you. The letter S, Sean. I already did steal Magnolias, all right? Yeah, you did. Uh, United 93, so it's group people connected to New York. Connected to... September 11th? Is that your theme? No. No, I don't think Hannah. I don't know how good <laughs> we're handing our sisters in the, in the towers. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, S. 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 Oh, I'm trying to think of something. that would... Summer of Sam. Ooh, not bad. I went with Shaft. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, man, this is tough. All right. Next letter is T. T again. That's hard because it can be the anything. That's true. Um, any T word. Uh, T movie. Any T word or <laughs> T movie. Any T movie. T movie. Um, TG, no. Not Godfather Part 2. Really, no. I think you've seen the movie I've chosen. Can you give me a genre at least? A movie? There would be. 
Comedy. Uh, geez, okay. Comedy um, with the T in it. Training yeah. Places. That starts with T. I chose the Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> okay, all right. Definitely New York movies. Theme. All right, all right, all right. The letter is E, Sean. E, gosh. New York oh. movie with the letter E. I'm down to the final three. I know, I know, I know. Oh. Oh, um, is there an Ernest Goes to New York movie? I don't know. Is there a <laughs> Jason Goes to Manhattan? Jason, take, Jason Takes Manhattan. That um, wouldn't start with an E. I know, I know, I know. Friday, no. <laughs> That's still not an E. e. E, uh, the letter E. E, what the, what? This is the one I was worried about you'd get. Really? Yeah. Is it obvious, that obvious? Um, E, obvious movie. Of course, I don't know if it's really your kind of movie. I don't know. It's I've New York, it. it's got to take place in New York. That's the theme. It's a New York movie, sorry, letter E. Um... Enemy of the state. That starts with E. Yeah. I went with Escape from New York. Dang it! Dang it, Kurt Russell! <laughs> Dang it! I should have got that one. Get back in your seat. I should have got that one. Oh, it's so obvious to me now. So obvious. I knew it would be. And yes. Snake Plissken. Some of, uh. Sean, next letter is R. We're losing again. All right, R. Okay. R. Um... Any movie that starts with R. Sheesh. With R. That's... <laughs> that goes, takes place in New York. Gosh, there's so many. Sheesh, <laughs> uh, I've got two letters. R, 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 R. Uh, R. R. Is that a hint? Pirate movie? No. No. Um... <laughs> What's that dog movie? It was a cartoon from the 80s. A dog movie? It takes place in New York. Maybe early 90s, but late 80s. Where the, it's a cartoon and Disney movie. Where they... Um, the cat becomes a puppy. Oh. Uh, well, it's not this, I know it, but I don't it, think that, that starts with an R. It doesn't start with an R? Okay. For some reason... I'm, I want to say Ratatouille, but that's... That's Paris. a mouse that cooks. Right, it's a, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because um, I think of rats, New York rats, and that's what came to my mind. Rats, mm. uh, gosh, Rocket Man. Ooh, that starts with R. Doesn't take place in New York City though. But I chose the movie Rosemary's Baby. Oh, okay, I would have guessed. That. I didn't know it was New York. <sighs> Sean. Last S. The final letter is S. Spider Man. Sean, that does start with S. It does. But I chose Saturday Night Fever. Jeez! Travolta! <laughs> yeah, you're right. Spider Man's a place in New York. You figured out the theme was places in New York. Yes. Now I've never <laughs> heard of Hannah or Sisters. <laughs> it happens in New York. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you, did you see in that movie or just no. look up movies that take place in New York? I look up movies that took place in New York. That was hard, man. I was thinking originally to just do ones with ghosts, and I was like, no, that's too obvious. I would have got it. I'm going to take the town. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, you stumped me two times in a row, James. You got me two times in a row. Forget <laughs> the one that burns the most is is Escape, Escape from New York. Escape from New York. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that was pretty much obvious when I got to E. I was like, Escape from New York. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I would not have guessed Muppets Gonna Manhattan. And I, uh, but I'm pretty sure you've seen that, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, I know you, you, your family like watching those Muppets. They like the movie. Yeah, my daughters like it. 
the you know I, at first I was thinking ghost movies. I thought that was the theme we could go with. Or and there, movies, I almost went time to, you know. Ghostbusters for first G. Did you? I'm yeah. glad you didn't. Because I remember I said you wouldn't know. You wouldn't do that. You know, I was worried <laughs> about that. I almost did. <laughs> I was like, no. Goodfellas. Yeah. And you got that one. You got, um. Hannah and her sister. Godfather. Right? <laughs> Hannah and her sisters. Which, <laughs> I want to steal Magnolias. Off. That's why. Because the Hannah and her sisters. That take place in New York? Because no, I don't think so. But I went with movies that. I thought first I thought his theme was groups, like because the ghost. I was going to go team. Sex in the City for one of them, but yeah, they did make that movie. Yes, but I would have thought that was more of a series. But you're right, they did make a movie version of that, didn't they? Yeah. All right. Well, we you won both games, James. You were the champion of the day. I didn't win my game. You just didn't win. Yeah, I know. I know. Nor did you really lose. You still said S movie. Yeah, but I lost. You just didn't I win, win. Yeah, but I like the win, win. You finished you know? the race. You weren't number one. I finished last. <laughs> At least I finished the race. You completed That's it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, any final thoughts on Ghostbusters? I'm looking forward to the next one. It's got Paul Rudd in it. Yeah, Paul Rudd and... Um, and the Ecto-1. I saw a little trailer where it's like a... A little preview. Like barn house or something. Yeah. The Ecto's in there. Yeah, I'm going to guess that... I was like, awesome. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's going to be something... He's there. either going to be Harold Ramis's kid or, I mean, Egon's kid or something like that, so I think. I think he should be that kid from the second one all grown up oh oscar oh it makes sense yeah that'd be interesting Maybe. yeah we'll definitely have to revisit the ghostbusters series again in the future i i just to watch the movies <laughs> i know this ghostbusters 2 isn't as popular Aww. um but but jace is it because everyone hates him in that one i don't know i don't know i liked it when i was a kid i haven't watched it in a while though but i know jace like um my boy mm. he uh I thought I was gonna watch Ghostbusters yesterday or whatever, and he's like, "Oh, I got the I got the case out," and he was like, looking at weird. But then when he saw number two had the hands out, he just started laughing. <laughs> he's like, the, "He's got the two hands out." He's like, "Look, it's doing, see, the ghost is doing this. The ghost is doing this." Peace. <laughs> yeah. Or so, victory. Or victory. That's right. No hippies here. Ghost victory. <laughs> yeah. But what do you mean, no hippies here? That thing's all about good vibes. Well, originally it meant be victory, and then the hippies made it to peace. Yes, but the movie is all about good vibes. That's right, especially number two. Yeah. They play that song at the end, right? The, and the slime, the slime affects you emotionally. Yeah, yeah, they got it. That's why peace, brother. Peace, man. That's right. Yeah, so if you haven't seen Ghostbusters, you miss now. I'm sure that if you're listening to this podcast, that you probably have. Yeah, what kind of monster are you not to <laughs> see Ghostbusters? Yeah, seriously. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, um, mm, mm, mm. If you're going trick-or-treating... Have a safe trick-or-treat. Watch how many Ghostbusters you see out there. That's right. Check out for your candy. Make sure those razor blades are evil. But no one eats like... Someone throws an apple in my I'm not wasting candy on razor blades. I just give the kids razor blades. That's right. Sure, for shaving. It's for shaving. He means it. Have you seen the beers these kids got? It's kind of like the dentist who give like... Cut that man bun off your head. They give you like the toothpaste and like the... The toothbrush. Half a toothbrush. You're like, I'm a barber, okay? So give me razors. Straight edges. And some of that blue water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's horrible. Horrible idea. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hey, make sure you like and subscribe. But our, actually, our audience is growing. What? Yes, it's actually growing. More uh, listeners? Yes, more listeners. So, uh, if you've been listening or telling people about thank you very much. That really does help. Thanks. So, yeah. If you've just mentioned to someone listening to the podcast, hey, check this out. They might listen. They might hate it. Whatever. <laughs> um, that's fine, too. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to... We want them to like it, obviously. Oh, I don't want them to hate us. Man, we got enough haters in this life, man. Seriously. Yeah. Man, we got plenty of haters. We need some more likers. 
What's the opposite of haters? Lovers? I don't want lovers. That sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're 1980 Sigourney Weaver. The mix on movies is for lovers. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> like, that's not the kind of podcast. <laughs> I thought Virginia was for lovers. Yeah. We were there. Did we go to Virginia? We drove through it. Oh, we did. Yeah. Then it's not for lovers. <laughs> well. Jeez. What? <laughs> <laughs> you don't make it seem so weird. All right. Well, thanks for listening. All that stuff. Like, subscribe. You're the All best. That All that stuff. You're the best. I mean it. All right. I can still hear it, right? Yes, they can, because I can't oh, find the stop button. Oh, my gosh. No. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass.